Hello and welcome to Turtle Tracks Podcast. This is your host, Brian Van Hooker, and I'm here with uh, Kellen Jett, who was a visual development artist on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Kellen, thanks for being here. I really appreciate talking to you. Uh, dude, thank you so much. I'm I'm happy to do a podcast. I listened to so many, and now I get to do one. Yeah, no, uh, so thank you. I'm living my dreams thank, uh, on your podcast right now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so to be here. Yeah, uh, so let me ask you, before getting into Mutant Mayhem, uh, we were talking a little bit beforehand, what was your exposure to Turtles pre this movie? Yeah, so I like... It, I, it was the classic story of like I was exposed to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the '87 show, as like a four-year-old, and I went from a child that didn't kick and punch my brother to one that did all the time. <laughs> and uh, so that was like it was like a you know lightning had struck. It was like a, an important moment. Uh, Turtles like ended up leading quickly afterwards to Power Rangers, and basically it was like Turtles and Power Rangers up until Pokemon hit. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, so it was like the, the nineties, uh, movies and the 87 show. Uh, and then I kind of fell off. I watched a little bit of the 2003 show, but like, it was, it was one of those things where you're like, when you're a kid, you're like, this isn't the one that I know. And so yeah. I can't like it. Yeah. It's, it, it has nothing to do with the quality. It's just like, you know. Yeah. You're just angry. Uh, yeah. I just, yeah. Right. Right. Which is why I should have been, I should have liked that version of the turtles. Cause those are angrier versions. Of the turtles. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I should have grown They grew up with us, but well, um, some people just live in that forever and any new version is subject to shit on. So. That, that kind of is the defining element of the, of the fan base, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, unfortunately of any fan base now it's there's, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the majority, but I do think it's, uh, I think it's I think it's part of every fan base, unfortunately. Certainly. I think I think that maybe I just the fan base I'm now the most familiar with is the Turtles fan base. Like I because it, we just like lived in all of the coverage of the movie for the past like three years. And uh it's the fan base is like it's incredible because it's so broad. Like the generations of it are amazing. Yeah. Uh uh and uh but yeah, there is like I feel like there's a perpetual like People don't like this new version, and then the, there's a bunch of new fans of the new version, and then those fans of that version then shit on the next version. <laughs> there's like, a, which is you know, I mean, I get it, I get it. Uh, it's continuous. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you were but, even uh, saying before we started that you even you were so in the '90s stuff. You were even a fan of uh, of Turtles Three. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that. I didn't have like the eye for quality because I was a child. Yeah, was, I was born born in ninety one. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. Sorry, I mean, anything that got it closer to the ninja stuff and the samurai, like all of that shit, was what I was excited about. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, which is funny because the turtles movie I ended up working on is probably the least nin- ninja y of the turtles movies in the, of the past. But mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, the turtle turtles three like. I don't know. And then also the first, like the original movie felt like kind of serious and important at the time as as I was, you know, being a child. Uh, And that there was something kind of like illicit about watching it that I like loves. Uh, Sort of like this, it's, it kind of has its own version of the scene in um, Pinocchio, uh, the like pleasure Island or whatever it's called. Uh, It, where it basically like when they go to, when they first show, um, Splinter's or uh, Shredder's hideout. Okay, uh, it reminds oh, yeah. me of that, of that scene. Players. 
Yeah. yeah, it, it, where, yeah, where they're all just like all these kids just hanging out, like smoking, uh, yeah. being being criminals, doing petty crime together. Uh, that was really appealing. <laughs> yeah, I wa- I wanted to be as cool as one of those kids. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I would never was. Though. I didn't. So the turtles movie and your role model out of the turtles movie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, one of those kids ends up like you know Sam Rockwell. Uh, I mean, that's the one you wanted. To, you wanted to be Sam. Yes, Rockwell. yeah, right. But you know, he ends up sort of coming around. You know, true, and true. and uh, that I love a redemption arc. What can I say? Um, <laughs> plus, like, can you think of something cooler than getting punched by Raphael? True. I mean, that's that would be pretty good. Like, you could that'd be sick. That'd be that'd be pretty great. <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, so, as far as this movie goes, how did you end up working on Turtles? You said you were on the project for about two years. Yeah, it was like two years and a couple months. Um, I was uh, so I got into animation on the movie Mitchell's versus the Machines, Great um, which is like oh thanks. Yeah, it was a, a huge chunk of the art team and like just the Mute Mayhem team is from that movie. Uh, like Jeff, the director, uh, um, Yashar, our production designer, uh, myself, Tiffany, the art director, um, uh, our friend Garrett Lee, uh, and so. Because of that movie, I got on to Across the Spider-Verse because uh, they were, they like, you know, we we're both being made at Sony and like you hop off a project, you jump on the next one. So like I was on uh, Across the Spider-Verse when I got like the call by Turtles uh, and they were like, don't work on Turtles. So it's like, I can't leave Spider-Verse. And then uh, five months later, I left. So, okay. Uh, so yeah, it was, that was like the connection. We, we all kind of know each other. There's like a, continuity through all these movies you know like uh uh everybody's kind of worked together in some some capacity yashar who was the production designer like worked on both spider-verse one two and mitchell's and you know all we all kind of have some sort of credit and all those things uh, he also worked in the emoji movie which is the funniest thing okay i don't think i don't think everybody knows this but like a huge chunk of the and like the art team for spider-verse was on the emoji movie first i don't think- they brag about it, that as much. I know, right. But like it's funny because the emoji movie is like such a joke. But like it's it takes some it's visually yeah, this, yeah. Pretty yeah, yeah. And it, but it takes a lot of talented people to make something that's Absolutely. like just whatever. Yeah. Uh but yeah so that's how I that's how I got in. Uh Steven I was like Wright, it's not all bad. Say it again. So Steven writes in that movie it's not all bad. Oh sure. I mean you're you're now like uh, betraying my little uh, amount of knowledge I have. I'd never seen it. I just had no okay. people worked on it. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so it was like, I I had basically just, my friends were going to be making this Turtles movie and they were like, come work on it with us. That's essentially how it happened. Okay. So um, you, uh, so you, we were talking a little bit of visual development artists is sort of a catch-all yeah. uh, term, but like, what would you, what were you working on for the majority of your time there? Man, uh, I think uh, th- my biggest contribution was like I did. Uh, I was kind of a lot of the good. I was a go-to person for a lot of the like New York architecture stuff, like the way that was represented on screen. Like uh, um, a lot of the like early versions of figuring out like what the uh, skylines and map paintings were going to look like, like the look of New York City. Uh, so that was like my biggest contribution. And then I was also doing like color keys, which are like, you know, paintings for like what the color and lighting for scenes are going to be. Uh, props. I did April's um, April's motorcycle, the one that she steals, not oh, the one okay. that gets stolen. Oh, uh, the uh, TCR. Yeah. But, did, 
Yeah, the TCRI one, which they don't show the front of, unfortunately, uh, but it has a front and it's cool. Uh, uh, but they, you just see the taillights and like the side of its profile or whatever. But uh, this is like the kind of granular shit that like the VizDev artists care about. We're like, well, I have a prop that's visible on screen for this long. Because uh, you I mean, design. I'm curious. This design looks to me like an old Playmates toy. To I mean, we were looking at the Playmates shit for like, all of the the entire movie okay We're, we we kind of like i'd say like other than the 80s show and the 90s movies like the 90s and 80s toy runs from playmates are like like we went to varner studios and like oh, uh cool. met steve and uh um you know the family and like that that whole like visual language was kind of like one of the pillars i think you can uh, see that in the movie there's like a, a good grossness quality to it that like yeah. carries through from things like Muckman to what we the movie we ended up with you know what I mean like you can see some of that carry out carry over it's it is uh the movie is a little ratchet it's like kind of got a 90s ratchet uh, uh un, unclean quality to it which yeah, yeah uh which su is super intentional and like I mean oh, there's yeah. like a lot all, all of that like that that uh vibe was present in that whole period right like Kids, boys' toys at the time were like it was all goo and like, like slime and uh, uh, creepy crawlies. Remember creepy crawlies? I had creepy crawlers. I burned myself in an oven Probably. like a hundred times. I think it's great. Yeah, no, what an incredible idea for a toy. Like I, when I think back about that, I'm like, that's brilliant. Uh, but you know, it's all that, all that things, and you made your own toy. Those are awesome. Incredible. I distinctly remember the smell of the gelatin. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I don't I can't really describe it, but if I smelled it again, I'd be like, ah, nostalgia. Um, um, uh, so when you was that 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 visual style, like, was there words to define it there? Like, was it like, what was the directive you guys got artistically? That I, it's funny because it's all I think we've said when I watched the coverage for the movie. There's like a lot of like. We really wanted to make it teenage, teenage part, teenage drawings. They hit that part a lot uh, yes. in the, the way they pitched it, which it, I think is true. We, but you know, the the reality is like we we had the sort of make it look like teenagers drew it thing, uh, and but but it's also like kind of the movie kind of looks like like uh, for lack of a like it looks like a skilled person made it a lot of the time. And then a lot of the time it doesn't, uh, but, and then the, tr trying to find the like balance between those things was kind of like the, the, the key. Um, Cause I, you know, there's uh sorry, what was the question? I'm forgive me. I mean, like, I, I just, was there like a visual, like, I guess the, the kind but what of, what were the asks? What were the, the what were the like, visual language to that? Like to define the, what this movie looks like. Does that make sense? I don't know. If that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I'd say like, uh, it was, um, yeah, I think, I think that the directives were like, uh, things should be toy like and nostalgic in their design, but cinematic, uh, and filmic in its presentation. Uh, and so we kind of made it like, I like to describe it as like a movie that is, it's like a kid's version of like a Safdie Brothers movie. Mm. Uh, uh, but uh, if you gave the Safdie Brothers like uh, 
the 90s turtles toys to like shoot stop motion with okay uh and that's uh, like that was kind of like we weren't given that exact pitch but like kind of all those pieces came together like uh uh we knew we wanted it to feel naturalistic and so uh uh moving towards like uh uh sort of like handheld camera stuff uh it it really was like they really just pitched us like looks like a high school uh, uh high school person drew it and directed by david fincher you know like like those were like the two big things um uh but yeah i, I mean we kind of figured it out like on the fly like there was a huge uh, amount of iteration like the original version of the movie did not look as like dark and as intense as really? the movie that yeah well i mean the original like version uh we've talked i mean i think everybody's talked about this on instagram like the original version was set in high school like it was the entire thing was set in high school it wasn't the goal that they wanted to get to it like they got to high school in the in the end of the first act and then the entire movie the entire movie started over basically uh and they had reintroduced like new characters new stakes new everything and it kind of like there was a lot of cool shit in there but like uh uh it just didn't function properly as a story. Mm. Um, and so with that change, like the movie became a lot more of like uh, a kind of a typical action movie, uh, I guess in its like structure. Um, and the look of the movie changed along with that, including it getting a lot darker. Everything was set at night. Oh, so you know, the, more like rather than be in a school setting where it would be brighter and floor. Yeah, exactly. It was. It's now. I see. It, make- it was. It was more like a little bit more of a like still an action movie, but it was more of a uh, action movie in the context of like a teen coming of age story, which we still have those elements in there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was a. It was a more talky movie, and there was less fighting. Uh, and so I'm. I think everybody's happy that we made this version. Uh, that you know we did, and then we get to do a high school one, whatever. I guess if we want to, but. Yeah, it's kind of set up at the end, like that's that's like rather than cram those two ideas in one movie. Yeah, smarter to kind of like because now the ending, like I, I mean, uh, the the ending is like the stakes are set in that it, 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 the next one promises to be something we've never seen before in the Turtle Universe. Right, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's a really a completely different like the first movie is like I mean it's still pretty different for Turtles thing. Oh, like yeah. The origins are different uh uh the characters like i mean i guess the, the characters like have banter in a different way that they've never had before um uh yeah i mean i, I don't know i think that we uh there was kind of a need to deliver on a little bit more on what people expect from the ninja turtles and having a movie set in high school for the first thing that you see of the new turtles is like kind of big ass because it's going to be a lot of kids first experience with what the turtles are and like you kind of need them to know like you kind of need a full movie of punching and kicking and then not being well known you know before i think that we can take them in that other direction which is you know i'm glad that that's how we're doing it um but yeah i there i think they're writing the second one uh, or my, not writing it, but they're they're the second one. They've announced it. I don't know what how that is going to be. I I assume Shredder's going to be in it. <laughs> He's at the end of our movie, <laughs> so he that would be really weird if he wasn't in it. Uh, but you know, um, I mean, I think it was definitely a smart move too to to not have Shredder be the main villain of the first one. I think like you know we've seen lots of Shredder. I yeah. think finding and making it more about being like 
being mutants and being outcasts and all that stuff, I thought was, I don't know. Like, I, I think the parallels between Superfly and Splinter are super interesting. Totally. It was like, it really, like really good storytelling in with what we had. Thanks. So. Yeah. I think that the split, it's funny, the parallels with Splinter and uh, uh, Superfly, like that kind of developed over time. The, the movie like really like found what it was about as we like kind of raced to finish it. And I think there was like a moment where they were like, Oh, like, they kind of saw the splinter and superfly stuff in the script and were like, Oh, we need to like make this more explicitly about this. And they kind of like, that became what it was, you know? Uh, but uh, it was definitely, there's a lot of like process before that happens. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah a lot of movie making process. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. What did you like? Did you, I assume you liked the movie. If, if oh yeah. I saw like, uh, I've literally, I've seen it four times. So yes. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad. It's like I was a little bit like when I was I, I I I enjoyed it so much that I was like when it came on digital, I was like, no, not yet. I don't want it to start. To I know. That's the part. I know. Like, so that's how committed I am to seeing it in the theater as many times as possible. So yeah, I've seen it four times in the theater. Nice. That's awesome. I uh I think I'm at I've seen it five times in theaters so far. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm gonna see it at least one more. Um, at least I still, still haven't seen it in 3D. Wow. And, but yeah, no, I was kind of bummed when think- they. I'll say this. I don't usually give a shit about 3D. This movie looks really good in it. Okay. I usually do not care. And I was like, okay, this, maybe Spider-Verse I saw in 3D and I thought it mattered. I almost, I, I almost ever, almost every movie I ever go to, I'm like, makes no difference. Yeah. yeah. So like the show times, does it line up with my whatever? Right. But Turtles, it looks really good in 3D. So. That's sick. It's funny. I mean, I'm really glad they did a good job. There was, I think a discussion I had with someone where I was like, are we, is this movie coming out in 3d? And they were like, yeah, I think it is. So like we, <laughs> they did that shit like Paramount or Nick did that stuff. We, the, the, the core team, like had, I don't know. Jeff maybe knew about that. I don't know. Sure. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Um, I, people keep telling me that 3d is pretty sick. So I need to, to it do that. Good. Um, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad you uh, liked it. The, the, I was, I think we were a little, worried about how or at least i was a little worried about how the splinter origin changes were gonna take sure and i think i think that like it turns out that like unless you're a, a big turtles fan you don't care uh like for the I'm most like, part it's like i i i'm obviously a big turtles fan of I, course. Didn't, I didn't care about the changes like i thought right like, some people were upset because it's not as ninja e or whatever there's not japan like I mean, I thought they really did a smart job of freelance of 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 streamlining the uh the the origin. Like you know, every it's funny the origin story from the very beginning has been like was really complicated, and then every sort of major version has simplified it a little bit. Right. Like, even the very first version of the comic books, Splinter didn't even have a rivalry with Shredder. It was with Shredder's brother, and then he died, and this guy, and it was a whole thing. And then he comes back to get revenge or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's this like revenge by proxy, and right. um, so like I, I like if you were to tell me, hey, there's no Hamato Yoshi, and he learns ninjutsu from VHS tapes, I don't know, maybe it would have bothered. I mean, I don't get sensitive about this stuff. Sure, so sure, right. But like maybe yeah. I don't know. But like it, it, it works. It works. Like it, I, I, I really believe it. I think the splinter that that we ended up with is really charming and funny, and yeah, like, really care about him. I, I think that if the it would be a bigger problem if the characters weren't like if everything else didn't function pretty well, you know, like like I can see that that 
yeah, it, if you get something good in return for that for exchanging that backstory stuff, then like it's I say it's worth it. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's tough. Like I'm trying to think about like how we would have even fit that stuff in oh, with the yeah. movie we made, and I'm like, I don't really see how that works. Uh, you know, I mean, especially, uh, like, I, I, especially since you guys changed. Uh, I was talking to Woodrow, and I know that for a long, long time, Baxter and Superfly were one character. Totally, yeah. They and were. I mean, Superfly wasn't. He, he was like, that's just what they called. He was just called Fly, Fly Mutant, or Fly Baxter forever. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. And then Superfly was the name that they. I think they gave him after he like was separated. Yeah, and uh, it was crazy. Like Baxter was like, there was a period of time where Baxter didn't even turn into a fly. Uh, and then he was back in as a fly. And then uh, there was a whole period of time where Superfly was a thing, but Superfly didn't become the mutant, the big mega mutant at the end. That the mega mutant and Superfly were different things. And then oh, yeah, those, yeah. those became the same thing. There was a huge amount of like, like we have these, like Woodrow uh, uh, did these sick designs early on in production of like the mega mutant and stuff. And we were like, this is too stupid to not like put on screen and spend millions of dollars on making like we have to spend as much money making all of the legs on this mutant because it's crazy and like i'm really glad they stuck with it and they like found but there was a lot of like frankenstein of like how how do we make sure that this that there's a place in this movie for this crazy kaiju sure. uh yeah and uh that's like a whole thing there was the rewrites were crazy we like they happened relatively uh late and like luckily they had done it in a way that didn't require us to throw out the most finished stuff. So they kind of smartly did it in a way that like allowed us to finish the movie. Like the, the most of the third act is, or most of the first act, excuse me, is what we had done. And, okay. uh, and all of the mutant designs, all the character designs. So like all of those character designs were done for a different story. Like why, why does Ray Filet have like an army knife and like a scar, you know, it's cause he used from a version of the movie where they were all like, supposedly going to be like military experiments and so oh. like there's all of but they didn't change any of that stuff they just like they were like uh all right just we'll rewrite it and we'll just we won't throw out any of the work we did with these characters and we're going to use them and so i think they they were able to make those big rewrites that way um uh the it's it's so wild though like when i think about what we made and then what we started making in 2020 it's like a completely different uh thing it's gonna i'm very curious to see how the sequel production goes because it it's like a we we sort of were figuring out how to make the thing you know and like what we were building while we were building it and now i there's i think there's a little bit of a confidence most of the uh our team is coming back that's um, awesome are you yeah, coming, it's do you know coming back you're nice yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm coming back. Uh, Woodrow's coming back. I don't know. There's there's other people too, but I, yeah. Uh, uh, I probably I probably should talk about who is who isn't coming back. But, uh, but yeah, it's not even like we're you know I'm not working on it yet. Uh, uh, we're still chilling. I'm like freelancing and stuff. So um, you mentioned that uh, part of the thing you worked on was uh, like the New York skyline and what New York looked like. Yeah, yeah. There was like a lot of the early um, targets for what the map paintings were going to look like. Sure. Uh, look, uh, you know, like the um, the scene with the 
uh, Turtles at the movie. Uh, like oh, yeah. there's that there's a painting that I did for that that like has the New York skyline in it, and they built that. That was like the test they built to like see if they could do that because it's all all of the like that background stuff is just like two D paintings. There's so much like actual. You know, you know, there's matte paintings in like the Titanic and in Star Wars, uh, uh, and it's the same concept, uh, 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 digital matte paintings, except they're also like rigged up to move, you know, and like blink and stuff. Okay. Uh, and so the kind of like look for that was based on a handful of paintings that I'd done. Uh, but the um, the people at Micros, the animation studio in Paris and Montreal that like actually built and like cr- like did all the actual work of making the movie, the movie, like all the animation the modeling and stuff. Uh, there's a guy, there's this one crazy French guy who like built the pipeline for how all that stuff works himself. His name is Arnaud and he's like a wizard and the movie doesn't get made without this guy. <laughs> uh, just, I felt like, I felt the need to shout him out because I'm talking about all the matte painting stuff and he's like actually, the he's the person who deserves credit for that. But, oh, that's uh, cool. Um, but and yeah. What, like for New York, like was it, or was it uh, like, a matter of like, let's take the actual skyline and adjust it into this style, or was it? I don't know if it was that specifically. Like, did you need to yeah, I mean, you're there's definitely like, uh, it's getting sort of reinterpreted per shot because a lot of them are just paintings, you know, in the background. Sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some amount of like looking at reference, a lot of like looking at reference in real New York, and then. Yeah, adjusting it to the style. Um, uh, you know, we're always pulling, like a big part of what we tried to do was make our New York feel grounded, even though it's like kind of this abstract scribbly mess. Like we like made sure, like there's a specific underpass in Gowanus that the uh, mutants uh, meet under. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like we, cha- we changed it a little bit. Technically there's a road that goes under it, but we just decided that the road that goes under it is not being used and so that's like the setting uh the there's actually a real uh, ship graveyard in staten islands uh that um uh, baxter's uh baxter's Talkman's house i did, did, did the exterior for that that's a real house in staten island oh no uh, sure. yeah we like we went on a new york trip a couple of new york trips and like took reference and like did tried to do as you know as people who like live in los angeles we yeah. felt like new york is worthy of you know, uh, study, uh, and like trying to get right. Uh, plus it's awesome because we love going and visiting. Um, but are you, are you a, are you a New York guy? You've mentioned New York earlier. Yeah, I live in New York, but I, I'm like an, I'm, I'm like an hour upstate. I used to live in Brooklyn, but I presently. Okay. Where in Brooklyn were you? I lived in Bay Ridge, which is. Yeah. Further out. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there are a lot of like Eastern European immigrants in Bay Ridge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the vibe. Yeah. Um, and then you're up, where upstate are you? I'm uh, like Hudson Valley is like, like an area called, uh, I live in a little town called uh, New Windsor. Um, okay. Yeah. There's like the Hudson Valley has like a, my, my mom is a friend who paints up the Hudson Valley. That's a kind of like oh. the vibe up there, right? Like that it's beautiful and oh yeah, like yeah. in the river Valley. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. uh, yeah. Um, let me ask you. So like, so you did a lot of the, the backgrounds. Is there other uh, major, uh, uh, props that come to mind. You mentioned the motorcycles or other things that like stand out to you that like, you got to design that were in the final movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did. There's like, uh, I did April's phone. Um, 
So yeah, uh, April Strong. What is that? Is it an egg? It's an egg. I thought it was an egg. I, I, yeah. I didn't notice that detail until the thir- last time I was like, is that an egg? Yeah, yeah, it's an egg. It's a reference to a friend. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, um, there's a, also, I did the, I made most of the assets that are on the clipboard or on the pin, the pin board that has the, um, oh, uh, the improv sheet. So my name is on the improv sheet. Oh, uh, no, so I, I've gotten a bunch of text messages from people that have seen the movie and who are like, I saw you on the, I, I saw you on the improv sheet. Oh, you're, you're doing comedy now, huh? Like just dumb, dumb bullshit. Uh, but yeah, so I did that. Uh, there's another artist that did the original version of it that, that we had to like change it and like add a bunch of stuff. Uh, but it's, it's funny. Cause that's such like a, it's not that's like sexy of an assignment you're like oh i do a billboard or like a, a pin board whatever but like it's on screen like all of the shit i actually made is physically on screen not physically but digitally on screen yeah. uh, uh that people are looking at in a way that's like one-to-one and not like reinterpreted by somebody else it's like my handwriting is up there which is interesting uh yeah i mean there's a bunch of i did a, a ton of stuff i did a lot of color keys i did um uh, a bunch of color keys for like you know the rooftop sequence where they meet uh where april and uh i was just about to ask the one that has the layered on it yeah so i didn't do the design for that my friend uh, sean did the like he did the layered sign and like did all that stuff and the like the paintings that like set set up what the color looks like for those scenes were were me okay. um and then there's i mean there's a lot of stuff i did the interior for baxter's office uh or his basement i did was there uh, any sort of uh inspirations for what baxter's basement should look like yeah i think that uh there's a uh it was a bunch of like googling meth labs uh <laughs> there's there's a lot of that uh it's also there's that um there's a torture area in the david fincher movie uh fuck what's um girl with a dragon tattoo that's like a pretty clear reference for that. Oh, wow. uh, and then like the basement uh, in our Airbnb when we were in New York is the other one. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So there's like some real, like some of the layout is like they half the layout is based on like an actual Airbnb that we were at. Um, but there was no meth in it before. There was no like mutants. Oh, um, really? There was just like some rats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, I'm t- the uh, there's the drawings, the Baxter Stockman drawings in the uh, in the basement where they like they show like his they like zoom in on his drawings on a clipboard. Oh, the kind has, of like, like more sketchy or detailed ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those those are mine. Uh, oh wow! So you, yeah. I saw in the movie um, Leatherhead. Uh, uh, um, I think Wingnut, Bebop, Rocksteady. Was there were those the four that it's, made it? It's Bebop, Rocksteady, uh, Ray Fillet, and Leatherhead. Um, which they were just like pick pick the ones you want to draw the most, and but they have to have Bebop and Rocksteady. I think in retrospect, I would have done Mondo because he's like more of an important character. Oh sure, um, but yeah, there's like a bunch of jokes in there. Like I put mount references to the Mousers in there. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. This is super cool. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's like there, it's that's another one of those things where uh, I don't know. You, it's a different kind of job. It's not like one of the typical like color key or like environment design assignments like a specific thing that appears in the movie um and it's fun to get to like i like wrote i wrote all of the notes on it from the perspective of baxter uh and like thinking about what he's anticipating his mutants looking like so they're supposed to be like more badass 
than uh, they actually look in the movie. Oh, that's uh, funny. Yeah, sure. these. Yeah, uh, and I think that those were also drawn when they were supposed to be uh, military like projects. Okay. Initially, so there's like notes in there about how he has to like increase their bite strength so that I know they it's can a leatherhead. Be, yeah, like, yeah, or yeah. Okay. But like not, now, like the version of Baxter that exists, where he's like, "I was creating a family." It's like I don't know if any of that lines up. Uh, the alternate names here for Rock City: Dwayne, the Horn, Hot Stuff, Hamper Jones, Nose Lord. These are great. Thanks. Hamper Jones is my friend's friend's dog. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nose Lord is, is pretty great. Uh, thanks. It's yeah, it's fun. Uh, there's a bunch of I, I've been waiting for somebody to make like a video where they go through and like all the references you missed in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem and like see all of the things that I've written but I don't think anybody's done that yet so I'm I'm like I uh, one. I think there was a, a one or two of those things but I, I, they didn't go in quite that detail of like what crazy things are here right. I like Raymond as the alternate name for Ray Filet thanks just, <laughs> just Raymond it's great he, he's a uh, you know He's just a guy. He's just a everybody. He's a mutant that everybody loves. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It, it it's uh it's funny talking about these this stuff to you because like I remember making it and being like, is anybody going to notice this stuff? Sure. And yeah, uh, it, yeah uh, I don't know if anybody's noticed it, but I need to at least tell you about it. So no, I mean, um, I noticed it. Obviously, that it was fun. Uh, see them, and then we see the drawings again later. When uh, they're kind of scraps of these drawings, when yeah, from headquarters thing, yeah, so. uh, yeah. So people, think... it's, it's it's very cool. So <laughs> thanks. I'm trying to think if there's any other. I mean, I've done a. There's a bunch of shit, but like I I've, I don't want to like go through my. There's a there's a ton of stuff that like I did a painting of the White House that's no longer in the movie because at one point like the turtles meet the president uh, in the old <laughs> in the old version. It's crazy. They just like. They when they walked into high school in the old version of the movie, uh, they just like are like, you know what? We're gonna do it. We're just gonna go to high school and see how it goes. And so they just like walk in as mutants, like into a world where nobody knows what the fuck they are or who they are, and everybody just kind of like freaks out as you would expect. And like the cops show up, and FEMA shows up, and the like, animal control, and the FBI, and the CIA, and like all of the trucks. And then there's like this montage of them like getting tested on and like interviewed. And uh, it's like funny and there's jokes and, you know, it, it like honestly like landed pretty well. Uh, it and it I think it ends with like them just like in front of Joe Biden and Joe Biden being like, what are your demands? And they're just like, we want to go to high school. And he's like, oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like and then it cuts to them at like an auditorium like standing on a stage with the entire high school looking at them uh it's it was crazy uh it was super funny and like i you know we probably could have pulled off some version of it but i i'm glad that like it gets its own thing now because uh it was confirming joe biden will be in the sequel that's, that's... I, I i think it's almost certain that he is not going to be in the turtles movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I think that, uh, uh, that you know, there, dude, the amount of things that were in the boards sure. that are not, like, there's, like, old versions where, like, like uh, uh, Rat King was in the movie, but he was, it was unsure which character Rat King was, like, it was, it was, like, 
he was a gangster and it's like this might be rat king or maybe this will be shredder or maybe no that's not that's not good maybe you know and this this like gangster character he became um bad bernie who they end up like beating up yeah uh but he was like a much more important character and like in the earliest version of the movie that i saw this is all done in storyboards you can watch most of it in storyboard form with scratch dialogue you know years before uh like there was a lot more guns like he like caps a guy he caps two security guards with a silence pistol and then just like turns back to his like buddy and keeps talking to him about his like mom or whatever you know it's like there it was some wild shits the amount of like the amount of i don't know there there you could be like oh this was going to be in the old turtles movie and then they cut it but like that's true about like a thousand insane ideas that were never going to make it in. yeah i mean like uh, the, yeah uh, one thing I'm curious about here, there is a hazmat suit with a neutron sticking out of it. Oh yeah. Do we? Uh, what was that? You want to know about that? The, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, that was. Uh, we were like, what if it was? What if the CCRI people were aliens? And then sure. that's and then that's not in the movie. I assume, and I don't. I, I'm not asking for you to confirm it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think most fans, or at least most fans who know what that term Utron means, are like, "Oh, that lady's obviously got a little brain under her tummy." Like, like <laughs> I mean, no way she doesn't. <laughs> I, I think that people who get paid to make movies are pretty deliberate about the choices they make. <laughs> and what they decide to put <laughs> yeah so take that statement how you will uh, <laughs> just do a random word assignment and yeah then, yeah no like, uh like, we, obviously it's important to the story too so sure yeah. right yeah we uh um it there i mean there's like versions of there's drawings of of like every possible thing there's a I don't, yeah, I don't know how to to pivot away from that question. <laughs> oh, please don't. Uh, I, 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, if any of this is like too, like I, I can't answer that. Question. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I mean, like this is people have already asked about the uh, thing. I've heard, seen everybody speculate about the Utram, sure. the Utram stuff. So, like, I think okay. it's perfect, perfectly reasonable to to point out that that exists. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have a favorite. Okay, so wait, of there are four. Mutant designs here. Did you have a favorite of these four? Oh, of the of the of the like drawings. Uh, I think I think probably Rocksteady, just because he looks like the most like I kind of want to see a live action version of Rocksteady that looks like that drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he just I, he's like the most. I think it's the most well executed one. Uh, but I also kind of like Ray Filet because he looks stupid. Um, <laughs> my Ray Filet is like not. He's not necessarily cooler looking than the version that's in the movie. He's like, he's like kind of, you know, he looks more like a professional wrestler, I guess. Um, yeah, it's funny. It does look like that. I hadn't thought of that, but you're right. Yeah, there's that's that and like an old school bad. one too, like before they had six packs. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's definitely like a uh, what does Baxter think is cool like <laughs> element to this, and it's like professional wrestling might be one of those things. Of the uh, villains that, and of the mutant team, the bad, not not the turtles. Uh, do you have like a favorite mutant that made it in? I mean, for like my like my favorite historically was Man Ray because uh, I liked I liked that he was a good guy mostly. Sure. Yeah, uh, and I I just liked when other 
things were good guys and helped the turtles. Like that was like what a good character was to me as a child. Uh, but in our movie, I think Mondo Gecko's. I mean, Superfly is like the, the best character in the whole movie. He's, he's amazing. So like that was. Like it's fucked up how good he is, dude. It's it's, so it's like we we had. It really is. Yeah, I and like, there's so much of like, I get to, I love being able to be excited about Superfly. I guess I didn't work on him at all, so I can talk about how sick he looks and not you know it's, somebody else did that. Uh, uh, he looks incredible, and then also like Ice Cube is off the chain. He brought yeah. so much to the character. We were like, "What is this character?" And then Ice Cube did like two recording sessions, and we were like, "Oh, he's <laughs> he's a '90s gangster." <laughs> uh from Compton or whatever uh um yeah. I, love that. I like he i think not just for that character who i think was a really smart unique way to like not have it be shredder again but like right it kind of helps find the movie a bit too like he doesn't sound like shredder he doesn't sound like fill in the blank marvel villain that's gonna like you know what i mean it's it's right like it really, sm- like it, it just grounds the movie in a really interesting way. Like it totally gives the whole movie a different vibe. It it is crazy. I I think that it. I'm surprised that it works as well as it does because he was such a not last minute, but he was not the original conception for the film, right? And so, like the fact that it fits in so well and dovetails with the our version of splinter being a dad dad as opposed to like a sensei like that it just kind of like worked out uh great but yeah there is something about the tone of the way uh uh the threatening way which he speaks that kind of like but also how charming he is that kind of like makes the movie compelling and uh watching like he's he's so good that you like kind of are when the turtles are like, damn, I want to be this guy's friend. Like, I want the turtles. Are like, I really want I this guy to like me. Yeah. I, yeah, like, I want to, I want to, you know. Uh, he's charming, it's, but he's not insincere either. Like, he never lies in the movie. He's totally. just, like, he's just, want, like, he thinks, hey, more mutants. I love mutants. That's awesome. Obviously, right. they're going to take a plan where mutants are in charge of the Earth. So, right. like, it's all, it. like, he's sincere throughout the movie. Right. Just, and when he's, like, he's also, like, totally been damaged by his traumatic past. Like his father was gunned down in front of him at a young age. And then he committed yeah. mass, mass murder. Uh, or I guess not mass murder because he was in self-defense, but like, you know, he, he killed like six people <laughs> or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, uh, so I, it, it he's, you, there, you can kind of empathize with him a bit. Uh, he does turn on a dime in a way that's like really crazy that like, I don't think if, if it wouldn't work as well, if, he wasn't so good. Like that would, that would be like kind of a weird misstep, except that like you buy it because ice cube is just like firing on all cylinders with that performance. So um, uh, and then also the, his, his die his turn on a dime, like makes him so threatened. Um, oh like, yeah. Like he's crushing the fire hydrant too. Like there's the yeah. snap moments. You're like, Oh, this character means business. Yeah. Yeah. So. It also, it, I mean, it, there's, there was a problem with the movie for a while where it like, we it, you know it was fun it was cool but like the the turtles never felt like they were super uh under threat um and and then sort of like all of that superfly stuff kind of came online and uh it the suddenly there were like stakes in a way that felt real but 
Yeah. And it was cool too because like you had all these characters, like you had all these mutants, and like I mean the just the small thing about making like the main bad guy a bug, you know, bugs are strong or whatever. Like yeah, you can kick the shit out of Rocksteady, Bebop, and Four Turtles, and a whole bunch of other characters. Like it all it all lines up in a perfect way. It's great. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, man, uh, are you uh, what, what's just so I know a bit about you? What's your like favorite iteration of the turtles? My very favorite turtle thing, anything ever, is the first movie. I think that is the, uh, I think it's the right amount of drama, the right amount of comedy. I think it's uh, that. That's my very favorite turtle thing ever. Um, it's, a, it's a great choice. Yeah, like that. That's definitely my favorite. Um, I, I I would say my favorite show is the 1987 series because I think it's the funniest, and I like my turtles to be a little bit more like fun and lighthearted like i like yeah. last ronin i like all that stuff i wrote the last ronin official history like i, I like that stuff oh, I think sick. Cool. but like i um i my favorite versions of turtles are the ones who kind of have a bit of fun to them so um they you're the turtles are eating pizza they're saying cowabunga yeah one of them is, one like, of them is a party dude you know yeah. like you gotta yeah uh it is i mean i like it when the turtles are are sick and badass you know yeah, like i it, yeah. i love that yeah. uh who doesn't love that but like that's the defining element of them is that they're sick and badass and they're like and it's silly i mean i guess unless you but i mean even the original like comic is like it's a satire right like it's not taking itself seriously uh, uh yeah i don't know that's like a we tried to make we tried to like find our own version of that balance on this movie. Uh, cause people, it was funny seeing people's reactions. Cause like, obviously we're mostly really overwhelmed with, you know, and excited about people like enjoying the movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a, uh, Oh fuck. What? That was a, I was, it was going to make a point. That was a tangent. Uh, um, Oh fuck me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sorry. What was I saying? Uh, people like the movie. People like the movie. Uh, fuck. No, it's gone. It's gone. People it's like fun. the movie. Yeah, people like the movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, what were we talking about right before I said that? Uh, I think we were talking about how, like, uh, um, oh, Jesus, now I can't remember. Uh, we were talking about they're kind of that, like like the fun versions of the characters. The, the, the fun versions of the turtles. Uh, yeah, I just think that it's, um, it, it seems like miss kind of missing the point of turtles a little bit to like, I to think, be dark all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, in the Mirage comics, yes, they're a satire, but they're also pretty fairly serious and gritty and that's cool. Yeah. Like, they were that for three years mm -hmm. and then that 1987 cartoon came out and, you know, they came out with a thousand toys and toothbrushes and all this other crazy shit. Right. And like, that's what the turtle became. The turtles became. And I mean, some diehard fans only want turtles to return to that gritty place tonight. That's cool. I get it. But like, yeah, turtles became popular and became so super well known because of the lunchboxes, you know, 100%. That's, that's that's where they grew. And I think to ignore that. Is like we're not gonna. I, I would love to see a last Ronin movie in theaters. That's cool. Of course, but it, I, I I understand why. Lean into the place where Turtles has been most successful, which is making it accessible to kids. And right, like, but this movie is a great example of it. Like, 
the writing is really good. I, I, the reason why the 1987 series is my favorite um, is because the stories are fine, but the jokes are really fourth wall breaking kind of crazy jokes. Like the 100% genuinely funny to an adult. Like I, I go back and watch it now. Like, and it's like, they're constantly talking about, I'm giving the audience the exposition or breaking, like there's constant jokes like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There is a lot of like looking at the camera. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Like, yeah cool. And like, uh, I, I also really like the 2012 series. I think that's very good. Uh, right. Th- that's the big one that everybody's like, Oh, the story's actually good. And like, I, uh i have not i've probably seen 10 or 15 episodes of it and i i will watch more of it i'm sure but uh, i will say that one if if the 1987 series is my favorite personally i would say objectively speaking that 2012 series is the best because it's not it's good stories and all that but it's also still fun the 2003 series which is good very good very good stories it's a little bit more serious for my taste whereas like Greg Sipes as Michelangelo is killer. He's so fun. Right. So like there's a lot of fun stuff. I, I think that I will I'm going to spend some time with it. Like that one's worth going, it. That one's going worth for it. it. Yeah. That's the one that everybody says. I think for me, and like again, you know, I gotta have to watch what I say. Uh uh I have a I have love that people really love that series. The look of it for me was never a look that made sense with the turtles. They kind of like look like vinyl toys uh i've heard that uh, some people don't yeah how they yeah and so and i think that like but that's something i can get over and uh uh i yeah i'm gonna spend more time with it i remember what i was gonna say uh which which is uh we tried to (laughs) 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 oh god uh i was i i remember uh, uh are we trying to like we, okay, I was con- it was confusing a little bit to see some people's reaction to our movie and, be- and then be like, oh, this is so kiddy. It's for kids. Like, why are they oh. making this so goofy? And I just was like, man, there's like a, definitely like four people that die in our movie. Like, it's I feel like it's like a really it's a way grittier version of the turtles than they could have expected. Honestly, I'm surprised with how much we got away with. Uh, the artwork like, is like super gritty and grungy and all that. Like, yeah, how the you, the yeah. score is is metal as hell. Oh my god! <laughs> so, like, like, and that uh, was really, the, the music choices were a really smart way to like, yeah, tap into that early eight late eight late eighties early nineties nostalgia without right. being like, shoehorned in. Like, it was really like I I completely agree because like Superfly legit kills people in the movie. Right. The turtles. One of the first scenes is them stealing from a grocery store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't pay. They don't put any money. No, down. no. Yeah. I'm waiting for the little. Here's twenty dollars. No, thing. Like, no. Little, little. You know, th- ninjas were bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, yeah, they were assassins and thieves. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. So I, is like, I, I'm, I'm sure what people are reacting to is the fact that, and I, I be honest with you, when, when the, they were selling on the concept of, oh, I want everybody like, the, this is the first movie that's going to really focus on the teen thing. I was like. All right, I've heard that before. Right. And um, no, like the casting. We meant it. What's that? We meant it. Yeah. I mean, like the casting actual teenagers, go, go figure. Um, right. And and like they're energetic, weird kids as they would be. And they're raised by a rat in the sewer. Like they're, they're and yet they're all still the turtles. Like Donatello has always been my favorite turtle. Yeah. I know nothing about anime. I know nothing about K-pop. But to me, it makes 100% of sense that Donatello, the nerdy turtle, would be into that shit. Right, right. 
makes a ton of sense. So it was all really well thought out. Having Leo be the kid who kind of caves and rats and everybody else. Yeah. That makes sense because he's the one who wants to do the right thing and feels guilty. They found the ways to adapt those things, like the character traits they've always had. Right. Adapt them into what a modern teen would do, which is super, super smart. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how, like, they, uh, how how they are in the sequel to like it's, I, i'm sort of in the same position you guys are in in a lot of this because like you know they go off and they like make the story and then we find out about it and sure. then we go oh cool we get to like build all of the stuff we're doing around this yep. um and uh, i'm really curious to see how the turtles like because those those are real teens we didn't i don't know if you know this but we did not freeze them in a cryogenic chamber after the movie was finished so they're going to keep aging those those real teens uh, that are in the film and uh so they're gonna be they're gonna sound older in the next movie uh and uh i'm i hope that that's reflected in the story i'm i'm excited that whole thing is like exciting uh i mean like another smart choice for the movie was like the fact that like leonardo crushing on april like without that there's no way in hell Leonardo would have gone along with the plan for the whole thing. Right. It, right. it was such a smart story and character choice that for the for Leonardo, the character the that was written to get on board, this has to happen. So right. it, it, what, what's the what's the one thing that gets teenagers to uh, 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 do anything? It's uh, that they're uh, uh, anxious, horny little little guys and gals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, totally. Um, it's uh, uh, he right because he's such a um, he's so the uh, uh, the cop of the group. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Though it's it's funny. Uh, 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 he actually mem- maybe I shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> never mind. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Leonardo is not always, but a lot of the time he's maybe the least interesting of the brothers. Um, and yeah. in this around, with the coolest weapons, coolest weapons. Um, and I, I mean, like, that's what he has to be for the story to work. But like, I think with this go around, like, I mean, this is probably Leo's movie 10% more than any of the other turtles. And I think that, totally. and he's super compelling. Like, you like, this is that it's, it's, it's really cool representation of the characters. So. Yeah, I, it is funny because he's not exactly he is not cool, you know. No. Uh, like, he, which is what I I when I was a kid, I was like, Leo's the coolest. <laughs> he has the swords, and that was the equation, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and in this movie, he's like, he has the swords. He's the leader, kind of. Uh, and yeah, no, he is. Um, he's not. He's so not cool. He's such a dork, and like the way he dresses. I remember being like. I, this just shows how like little I know about anything. I was like, when we decided to put him in that sort of like polo with a shirt tucked in, like pens, like that outfit for his like, I was like, dude, Leo, you can't be doing this to my boy Leo. And of course, it totally works. Uh, right. Like the, it's like completely, it's like perfect for the character he is. And like, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out in the second, the second movie. Um, it'll be weird to watch uh, uh, mutant ninjas get picked on uh i'm curious where it's going like i said and i'm sure some people are 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 skeptical and i'm i'm curious like where it's going but i mean this movie was different than any other turtles movie because it really lent into the mutant thing it 
I mean, obviously, because it was animated, it was able to go for it in ways other movies couldn't. Right. Uh, but like, I like the the ending of the movie suggests a brand new status quo, not just like it, it, it in a huge way. So I'm like, right. I'm, I'm on board. I want to know what they're going to do with it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's me. Me too. I, <laughs> I'm really curious to know what we are going to do with it because I have no idea. But uh, it, you know, it should be fun. I think that. Uh, I, I can, you know, I think there's going to be more kicking and punching. I think that that's safe. Uh, more ninja stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i sorry. I'm like losing my riffing powers. I just one more question for you before I let you go. And you may have already answered it, but uh, who's your favorite turtle and why? Oh, yeah, it's definitely Leo uh, for, yeah. for the reasons that I said. Yeah, I, the Raph, Raph's a close second. Uh, I, uh, he's he's so he has so much self-loathing i do uh uh relate to that he's really really is not happy in his own skin uh, <laughs> uh which is why i think why raf is so great but uh but yeah uh leo and then raf i just i couldn't i needed a weapon with a blade you know i and uh nunchucks and and bow staffs as nice as they are it's you know, I need a, a shark thing. Not dangerous enough, sure. Yeah, not dangerous enough. And I'm I'm really dangerous. And so like for me, you know. Sure. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh but dude, thank you so much. This is really fun. Thank you. I um, really appreciate talking to you. This is fantastic. Sick, man. Cool. All right. Thanks, man. Take care. Bye.